Hola, hola, and welcome back to another episode of the Latina CEO Identity Podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. Y'all, how is it the end of November already? This month has flown by. So much has happened in the last month. I can't even believe the end of the year is literally here. It has been a month full of so many events, very eventful things that have been happening. I spoke at the Mujer on Movement event uh, at the end of October. I moved to Mexico City. I am back here in the motherland and I am now staying here in Mexico City. And I practically moved countries in the span of like three days. And so I am tired, but super grateful for all of the incredible magic that has happened over the last month. I also launched. I don't know who I thought I was, y'all. I freaking opened the doors to online coaching the weekend I moved into Mexico City. <laughs> and it has been very back to back, but I'm so freaking grateful for the incredible clients that I welcomed into online coaching. And the fact that I will get to support them for a whole entire year inside of the program is going to be so freaking incredible. And over the last two weeks, I have been launching Open Car. I held an impromptu gratitude event that I held for anyone that wanted to go from therapist to coach. It was a three-day live coaching series titled From Therapist to Coach, Start Your Coaching Business in Three Days. And it was so freaking fun. Every single one of you that attended, I'm so happy I got to coach you. I got to support you. I got to help you start your business. I got to help you see yourself differently. It was such a powerful launch and I'm feeling so freaking grateful. And so if you know that you've been wanting to work with me, the only current way that you can work with me now is by scheduling a call for one-on-one -on -one coaching in the link in the show notes. And so if you know that you want to work with me one-on-one -on -one and groups are not necessarily for you, I invite you to schedule a consultation call with me now because I am starting to get booked a few months out. And so I want to make sure that I support you in helping you double your income. And also I want to make sure that I support you in creating your six-figure identity, y'all. There is so much that is coming in the early new year. I have so many surprises for those of you that have been wanting to work with me on a different level. I've been working behind the scenes on a very special offering that I will be bringing to the podcast first. You will be the first to find out, and so will my email list. So make sure that you are on my email list and subscribe so that you get access to being the first one to find out what this offering is going to be. Hint, hint, if you really want to work with me one-on-one, -on -one, schedule a call now. I'm just so freaking over the moon excited. This year has been so incredible. This month alone has come with so many shifts and so many identity shifts, really. Yeah, y'all, this is what I've been up to. As we wrap up November, I'm going to start wedding planning, which is going to be super exciting as well. I'm heading over to Monterrey, Nuevo León for the holidays, for Christmas, and then to Michoacán for New Year's. And so the month is going to fly by. December is going to fly by. December is also my birthday month, which I'm so freaking excited for. How am I going to be 29 already? I have no idea, but we're going to celebrate. And so I'm just so freaking excited for everything that this end of the year will bring, all the new clients I've 
onboarded. And also just to recap the incredible year of growth that I have had, I feel like it's been three years in one, but I'm feeling so freaking grateful for everything that's coming, everything I'm working on, all the clients I'm going to be serving, also planning my wedding, which is a whole dream come true in itself. And I'm just always in constant awe of how I make things freaking happen that typically take you a lot of years, take anyone a lot of years to actually make happen. And so all this to say that this is a quick little update of, you know, where I've been at, what's been happening behind the scenes. And so I'm going to be bringing a little bit of different episodes to the show that are not necessarily as hyper-specific on like educational content, but I want to infuse a lot more of my learning lessons and lessons I've learned and that I'm learning in my business as well to sprinkle some of that. So there is going to be a launch recap podcast episode that I'll do where I share my biggest lessons from this past aligned coaching launch. And so I'm seeing so much, but that's basically the update y'all. And this episode that you're about to listen to right now is actually a very special episode that I recorded with two of my amazing soul sisters, hermanas, business entrepreneurship hermanas, Mariela de la Mora and Erica Cruz. This episode was released on the Chingona Revolutions podcast, my friend Erica's podcast, and it was her 100th episode. And so this episode is all about cultivating life-changing friendships in entrepreneurship and in life in general. I'm so excited for you to listen into this episode. As you all know, I talk about these two all of the time and I truly would not be where I am right now. And I wouldn't have the multi six figure coaching company that I run if it weren't for these two incredible humans that keep me sane, remind me of who I am whenever I forget who I am and what I do and what I was brought to this world to do and how gifted I truly am. They always remind me. And so this is the exact friendships that I want every single one of you that listens to this show to cultivate. And I'm just really excited for you to tune into this episode. It's such a freaking good one. It's a long one, but it is so freaking good. You're going to want to take notes and just take it all in because these friendships y'all do exist, but they do have to be cultivated. Hi, and welcome to the Latina CEO Identity Podcast, a show for Latinas who want to take the unconventional path. I'm so happy you're here. I'm your host, Liz Fernandez, a first-generation daughter of immigrants and therapist turned multi-six-figure CEO and identity coach. I help Latinas create and claim their identity as booked-out coaches and entrepreneurs. In this show, you will have a space to help you realize just how gifted and extraordinary you already are so that you start tapping into your gifts and start creating your Latina CEO identity. Lista? Let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome to Chingona Revolution podcast, the 100th episode. I cannot believe that we are at 100 episodes. It feels like just yesterday that I kicked off this podcast, sometimes I still feel like I don't really know what I'm doing just to really normalize what it's like to actually podcast. And I don't even think I've announced this or like shared this, but we are at over a hundred thousand downloads. We are at the moment at a hundred and ten thousand 
downloads so far at the time of recording. And in order to celebrate this and celebrate this episode and this milestone, I figured there was no better way than to bring on two of my incredible friends that have been a part of this journey from the beginning and have been just like the most incredible support system. Y'all, our WhatsApp group chat could literally be a podcast on its own. So I just want to let you all know that you're probably going to see these two pretty often on this podcast. I think we should continue to do this, like maybe quarterly check-ins on like what's been going on in the group chat. What can we talk about? What are the themes that are coming up? And both of these incredible individuals, actually at the time of this being released, one of them has already been on the podcast and the other one will be on very soon. Liz Fernandez, welcome back to the podcast. Can you please introduce yourself for the few people who may not know you? I feel like everybody knows you. Hello. Thank you so much for having me, love. I am so excited. This episode is long overdue. My name is Liz Fernandez. I am a business coach for therapists and coaches, and I help therapists and coaches double their income as coaches. And so I'm super excited to be here and just for you all to hear a little bit more about what our friendship looks like behind the scenes and all the conversations we usually have. And so I'm super excited. Amazing. And the other incredible guest is Mariela de la Mora. Mariela, please introduce yourself. Hi. Oh my gosh. So I'm Mariela de la Mora. I am a leadership coach for first gen and for women of color, and I help them to become in-demand thought leaders. I also work with women in corporate as a leadership coach. And yeah, it's just been such a journey that you all have like been a part of. And I think like, I don't even want to think about like, what would it be like? So I feel like just this is like so important, like just the realities of doing things that scare you. Yes. And having a supportive community with you while you do it. And interestingly enough, yesterday or a couple of days ago, it's my coaching was my coaching day. And my mastermind was asking about community and how to find community. And it was so timely because you both had just left Long Beach where we had spent a long weekend together and it was such an incredible weekend. And then my phone generated this video that was together over the years and it showed us in 2021, 2022, and 2023. And I was like, whoa. And I started looking at our photos and we, the first photo was of us in Mexico City. And then we were, I think, in San Francisco, and then North Carolina, and then Puerto Rico, and then Long Beach, right? So we've just been global. Like This friendship is global, and I think it's really important to note for the people listening, because a lot of people think that they have to have people in their city and in their community, in their direct radius, in order to build community. But we are evidence of, like, Liz has lived in Mexico City most of the time, right? Mariela was in Portland and then in in San Francisco. And I've been living out of Airbnbs for who knows how long. And this friendship has been surviving through our WhatsApp thread and then our occasional travels to meet one another. So I think the first question that I have for you two is, what does it feel like to see? And I actually think I'm going to answer this first and then I'll let you two answer it. But what does it feel like to witness each other's growth over the years? And so for me, I think it's been so beautiful to watch each of you reinvent yourself many times, right? We have to constantly reinvent ourselves. But Liz, to watch you go from heartbreak to finding the love of your life to 
completely pivoting what you were doing in your business. I feel like I'm going to cry already to like completely pivot what you're doing in your business and change your focus. And now engaged and living in Mexico City when even just traveling to Mexico City when we first met seemed so far. And Mariela, for you, living in Portland, a single mom, really, like, and I say this with a lot of love, I think when we first met, you were just, damn, like, why was I dealt these cards? And now it's like, oh, these are my cards and I'm the boss. Like, I'm the CEO of these cards. And seeing you move back to the Bay, take all of these incredible trips, become completely booked out, start reclamation your mastermind. It's been just such a beautiful journey. And that doesn't mean that it's easy, but it's just been... Oh, it fills my cup so much. So Mariela, we'll start with you. What has your experience been like watching Liz and I? Oh my gosh. I feel like there's been so many moments like where I've been able to see like your higher self already and in moments that it was hard for me to see it for myself. So whenever like we would go through like moments of doubt around a launch. Like, you know, Erica, you might be like launching Courage Driven Latina. And it's like, we all, you know, the fears of like people signed up and then it gets quiet. And like, you already start to come conclusions in your mind around that, or even around dating and around where you're going to live and around decisions that you're making and kind of just knowing, like, I see you in a certain way. It's like, I see both of you in a certain way that I think like, we're probably the last ones to see it. So I think the moment of like you, each of us realizing like, oh damn, like I really am that like chick (laughs) is so beautiful because I feel like, okay, well I knew that for like you guys, but to have your friends like hold space for that until you kind of catch up is always a beautiful thing. And it's such a reminder to me as well to be like, well, where are you all seeing me in a way that I don't see myself? And I think just that has helped me feel safer to like step forward because I feel like I believe you both. Like I know like we've witnessed each other and not just in like the highlights and like Liz, I think about like times where you've, you know, been making decisions and you're like, okay, is this the right thing to do? And then where you've had to like trust yourself because it's been a very ungrounded year. Like you've been moving, you've been ma- doing like a lot of brave stuff, like things that people do across years you've done in like an expedited timeline. And so whenever doubts would come up around something you've done before, I'm just like, of course, Liz is going to figure this out. Like you've done way harder stuff. And then when you do, I'm just like, it's like a, it's like a proud like sister moment, I guess. So that's just been for me, the thing that's like stood out the most is like, I love cheering you guys on and then watching you guys like witness yourselves the way that I see you. Beautiful. That is so beautiful. (laughs) And I want to quickly point out that We are all different ages. We all have different living circumstances. We all have different goals. But yet, with the aligned values that we have, we are, yeah, we just support each other so well, right? So like a friend doesn't have to be in your exact same shoes or even have the same goals as you to support you. And I think we're all evidence of that. Liz, what about you? What has your experience been like watching Mariela and I over the last three years? I love what you just mentioned. And I, I just want to add to what you said before I answer the question, because I think it is really important to highlight that, Mariela, like you're a mother, right? Erica and I are not at that stage of our lives yet. Like I'm engaged, Erica, like you're dating, you're doing all of these amazing things in your career. And so it is important to realize that like, 
we all bring such a beautiful, unique essence to our friendship. And it's so beautiful because each of us like complement each other in such different ways. And I just kind of wanted to really highlight that because I do think that sometimes we feel that like we have to be very similar to the person that like is our friend, right? And that's not the, tr- that's not the case at all. And so to answer your question, it's been such a beautiful journey. And I'll start with Erica and I actually met through a hashtag y'all like, when we started our businesses, like that's how long it goes, but we didn't actually have a friendship. We had just a connection because we were both starting our businesses literally a month apart from each other. We had no idea who we were like outside of like that hashtag that said, you know, coaching for Latinas. And when I came across you, Erica, I remember thinking, wow, there's somebody else doing what I want, like what I'm doing, what I'm like thinking I'm going to be doing because I had just started. And so to see your growth from starting and, you know, starting your business, starting Courage Driven Latina, Purpose Driven Latina at the time, and just see how you've grown not only in business, but in life and with your like you being so in touch with your femininity as well, because that's been a huge part of your journey as well. Now with you having Magnetic Mastermind and, you know, all of these amazing brand partnerships that you do. And so being a part of that journey of that celebration has been so beautiful to witness. I've seen you grow in such a beautiful way. And you've just, you've always like led with courage. You've always like, you know, leading with courage is always such a big part of your essence. And so you've helped us both like really lead with that as well. And so it's just been so beautiful to see you expand, grow, take up space on spaces bigger and bigger every single time and stages bigger and bigger every single time. And so it's been really freaking beautiful. And Mariela, like we connected, like it was so funny how we hadn't even met each other like in real, like in person. And the first day that we met each other, we're like, hey, why don't we go to Mexico City together? Right. And like that shows true friendship. Like we, we didn't even know what, what traveling together would look like. Y después de la nada, we were like, you know what? We're going to go on that trip. We made it happen. Erica came. She freaking flew from Hawaii to meet us. Like it was wild. And so to think of Mariela, the conversations that we were having around that time. And I just remember. At the time, y'all, like we didn't even know what our businesses were going to look like. We were growing them and we had been in them, but we were figuring out how to trust ourselves. And Mariela, seeing you and the way that you like just believed in that higher version of you that you were working so hard to become and the way that you've so gracefully, you know, showed up in every single part of your life, including motherhood, including parenting, including friendship and Like the way that you always like never fail to check in on us and like you, the way that you grow your business, the way you care about your clients, just your whole evolution and seeing you grow to like launching your mastermind, launching your podcast. That was a huge vision for you as well at that time. Like it's all coming to fruition and we are evolving and changing every couple of months and being a part of those celebrations has been so freaking beautiful. Let's go back to that Mexico City trip. I feel like that Mexico City trip was pivotal and a lot of decisions were made just by being in each other's energy. I remember that was when Mariela decided she was going to start a group, right? And this is the trip that Liz met the love of her life, but also just decided to step into this new identity. And 
I don't even know what happened for me, but I just remember that we were then all in Mexico City again. And we were like, wow, it's been a little bit over a year because the first time we went was February. And then the second time we went was the following year in March. So it'd been a little bit over a year. And I remember us cheering with champagne on Mariela's deck on her little rooftop thing. And we were like, wow, how much has changed in just 13 months? And we were, and you know, we don't see the progress as we're day to day, but when you look back, you're like, wow, that is tremendous growth. I don't know if you have anything to say about that, but whoever wants to speak. (laughs) Absolutely. So something that really just really shook me in that moment was realizing that all the worries that we were worried about in that first trip, all the things that were consuming us, all the fears we had, all the doubt, just like the complexities of life. I mean, I literally was going through a freaking crazy ass heartbreak, like five ending a five year relationship. I was super heartbroken. I didn't want to go on that trip because I was like, I'm going to be the party pooper of the trip. Like I'm going to be crying all the time. And I just don't want to bring that energy right to the room. And I remember Erica thinking like, we're going to make this happen. You know, it's going to be fine. Even if we cry together and like, we're still going to go on this trip. And so I ended up getting on that flight and just to think, you know, all those things we were worried about and that were consuming us at that time and noticing how even in that second trip, so much that que nos preocupaba en ese entonces was not the case anymore. Like we had overcome it. And I think something we realized that was key in that trip was realizing there's always going to be things that are worrying us that feel like they're these big, huge things that like create so much like false urgency on having to resolve. But the truth is that we always figure it out. Like we always figure it out. And even when things feel like, you know, they're not happening for us. They really are. And they were things that were getting out of our way so that we could step into that highest self. And it's wild just to look back on, on that, right? Because it was such confirmation of like, look, the things we were worried about at the time, like I know something that stands out is like, I remember Mariela and I wanted to increase our prices for like one of our offers. And we were like, but can we do it? Like what, what's going to happen? Like, is it, it, would it work? Right. And then noticing the following year, how we were like, wait, Mariela now has a mastermind. Like now we have like, we, there's all these things. Now we have a podcast right now. Erica has a podcast. Like it's things we used to visualize and dream of. And it just was such a beautiful confirmation that we always figure things out. And it was such a beautiful thing to highlight from those two trips. Yes. Oh my gosh. And Mariela, I want to hear what you have to say, but I'm starting to feel like Mexico City around February and March is just going to be our thing. <laughs> Mariela, what do you have to say? <laughs> So yeah, I just remember that trip kind of like a big part of, I think what changed was like the way that I saw myself, because I think, I don't know if it was just like self-doubt or like unsure about the future. And then I think I just remember, but part of me knew like, Hey, we should do like a, we should do like a photo shoot. Cause I remember the photo shoot that we did was very much like, we want to like, remember this, even though it was weird. Cause I didn't have like, I didn't have like a reason. I was just like, I think we should just do this. I feel like it's going to be a celebration. I also hadn't ever been to Mexico properly. So this was like my first time there. And I think at the time I was just following these nudges. So I remember with the first trip, I just invited myself like with a trip that didn't exist. And I remember telling Liz, like laughing to just be like, Hey, I see you're in Mexico city. This was in 2021. And I was like, the next time you go, I want to go with you. Can I come with you? And just like how that I knew in advance, like it was going to be something 
And at the time, I remember both of you being like, you wanted to start a podcast. Like you were already like planning it, Erica. I remember that trip too. You were like, who am I? Like I just came from Hawaii and I packed bathing suits and you still had sand in your bag. And I remember you kind of having this realization of like, wait, I don't know why I haven't like traveled more. Like I have the freedom to do it. So I think you were realizing that. And Liz, you were like, you know, really, you know, finding yourself like after this breakup. And I think we very much were like, this doesn't need to be anything. Like we just want to be together. And there was just a lot of like, kind of realizing like, who do I want to be? And I think on the second trip, like I thought about the things we had celebrated in between because to me, champagne, I really think about like, what are the things we're toasting? And sometimes we'll say things out loud. And I'm like, damn, like Erica, you had done like a keynote, like you had done the storytelling for like, we all grow. And you'd like taken up these big stages and you had been, you know, traveling. And I was super scared about even raising my prices on the first trip. And Liz coached me into doing it. And then I had like a sold out mastermind that never even had to launch. I also thought about things like the first trip, like we all stayed together. And the second trip, it was just like, oh, we just stayed in different units in the same building. Like we were neighbors and like toasting on the champagne. And like I went and I got my first designer bag where I would never ever in my life think I'm going to go get a designer bag because I don't need it, you know? And so I just felt like that trip, it just felt like so elevated. And like, I was like, we're just being like, we're living our best, like bougie lives. We're celebrating each other. And that just blew my mind, like how different like our circumstances were. And again, like, yes, the things that we were worried about were really different, but it just felt like a huge celebration. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad you brought up the designer bag moment because that sounds like quote unquote materialistic, but I think it's just a perfect example of the safe space we create within our friendship to allow ourselves to be the highest version of ourselves, to allow ourselves to receive, to it's almost a friendship that reminds you are worthy of whatever it is that you want. And I never feel ashamed for coming to the friendship and telling you all, I have a goal to start an app for Latinas, or I have a goal to have my own Oracle deck, my card deck. And I want it to be sold at Target. Like if I say this to you all, or I want to write a book and I could tell you all my biggest dreams. And I know that you're never going to, you're never going to shame me for it. Al contrario, you're going to be like, hell yeah, I already see it for you. And I think that's what's so beautiful about this space. But just like we can dream big with one another, we can also be at the lowest of our lows, right? Like I considered being in an open relationship and I've never shared this before. And you two were the ones that I came to and there was no judgment there, even though that is not something that you even considered. Long story short, it didn't work out, but I tried. (laughs) So yeah, like how do you two feel about the safety and the vulnerability that exists in this container of our friendship? I always say that like our WhatsApp thread is like the one place that I don't have to pretend or give a coached answer because I think in everything else, the default is looking on the bright side, looking at my higher self thoughts, looking at the coach coaching thoughts. And we don't use it. Like, I don't think any of us use it as like a just dumping everything and not processing it. But it's like the one place that we can admit some of the things that maybe we wouldn't somewhere else. And I'm not like, there've been times I'm like in the middle of leaving a voice note, like my voice cracks and I'm crying and I didn't expect to cry. And I don't feel ashamed. Like I think in a lot of other places, I think like, oh my God, porque estoy llorando. Like, 
you know, get it together. But I don't ever feel like that. I never feel like I'm taking up too much space. I never feel like I'm asking for too much. I don't like, I, I love receiving your voice notes and like supporting one another. We respond like it's a podcast. Like, and that means a lot for me being the eldest daughter, me being, you know, a single parent and coming from relationships that were very much like gaslighty and, you know, one-sided, like that is huge for me. And I, I think that on its own, sometimes like saying something out loud to you guys is like what allows me to validate myself that on its own has just been amazing because I don't easily feel safe, you know, but I've never, ever doubted. It was almost like the level of trust and like safety was there from like the very beginning. And I think it's because of how all of us show up, to be honest, because all of us were very raw and open. Like we all were in a, in the same mastermind. And I just remember being like, where else have I like been in a room where like me and Erica would both be on the same call getting coached and crying about something. And I was just like, instantly I felt like I, I can trust, you know, these are women that like I can trust because we're so in touch with, like, we're not afraid to be vulnerable. I, I love this so much. And I, and I, I want to say that there's so much safety that I experience in our friendship, but I also think we, we provide a lot of permission, even with the, you know, designer bag example that we were talking about earlier, we give ourselves a lot of permission to be bougie and to like have these experiences. Like it's important for like those of you that are listening to also have context, right? Like, yes, we went to go get this bag and we treat ourselves to these experiences in our friendship, but you know, there are things that we were doing for the first time. Like we had never given ourselves permission to do those things. And so that is like tied into the safety that I feel in this friendship. Like I can see how one, not only can we celebrate our, like our wins and not, ne- and not necessarily feel like we are dimming our own light, right? When we are celebrating like each other, if anything, I, I really value that in our friendship, we see each other's wins and celebrations as something that is possible for ourselves as well. And so I do think it's important for like the listeners to really take that in, right? Because just like Erica and Mariela were mentioning, right? Like we share and celebrate like all the wins, but then there's also like all the freaking lows. Like I think we've seen each other at our lowest, like I wanted to build, like burn my business to the ground and I didn't even know who I was, right? And Mariela and Erica reminded me and held that higher version of me always, no matter what, while also gracefully like validating my, like my experience at the time in many freaking times, because like they've shared, right. Our WhatsApp messaging thread is literally like a podcast. And so I, I really value the safety, the vulnerability that we bring the way that we truly genuinely see each other is such a beautiful part of our friendship because it's true. Like we don't find this safety. And even with Erica, what you were mentioning, right? Like the fact that you considered an open relationship and how in our friendship, we allow ourselves to change our freaking mind and we're not going to judge each other for, you know, feeling one way one day and then another one the next day. And like, it's part of the healing process. But I also think it's important to note that we're also continuously doing this work. Like we are, we all have therapists. We have the same one, (laughs) all of us. So it's beautiful. Actually, if you haven't tried that, we recommend it because it's beautiful to come back to the thread and be like, y'all, this is what I like. This is a breakthrough I had in therapy. And 
you don't normally share these things with people. And so it's so nice to unpack it further. And it just allows us to see each other as like this multi in this multi-dimensional way. And so I just I think that's also another component that just helps us build so much safety in our friendship. Exactly. Yes. And okay, Liz, you just mentioned Okay, there's a few things I want to go back to, but I want to start off with what you mentioned about us all having the the same therapist. I almost feel like being in a mastermind together and then having the same therapist has given us all language to be able to communicate on another level. And this is what happens when friends join group programs together, right? So the episode for Chingona Revolution that's coming out, not tomorrow, but the following Tuesday it is actually an interview with two sisters who are inside of Courage Driven Latina together. And just how being in that container allows them to use the language and the tools that they've learned there and be able to support one another with further growth. And I think that's what's happened with us where we've been in the same containers. And then we now have this language that we can utilize to support one another. When if you, if we were never in the same container, that would have been pretty difficult to do. And then you also, Liz mentioned how we're able to celebrate each other's growth and just just a couple of days ago, with three days ago, when the last night that we were here, we were talking out by the fire here at the apartment that I'm in. And I had mentioned that watching Liz get engaged never was triggering for me. And it never was feel, it never felt like, oh, that's not something I can have. Or now that she's engaged, I can't get engaged. I think the opposite happened for Mariela and I. We were so happy for you because we were like, damn, this is just, evidence that it can happen for us as well. And even if it didn't, like, I think we would still be extremely happy for you. And that, that is a sign of such a healthy and loving friendship, because this could also happen when one person has a sold out launch, right? Or like when I get a massive speaking engagement or Mariela's recent speaking engagement, one of us, like we could look at it from this perspective of, oh damn, if she's winning, then I'm not, which is at the core, just scarcity mindset. But I think what helps this friendship be such a healthy friendship is that we're, we've, we're all doing healing work. We all know that this is an abundant world and there's an abundance of clients and an abundance of opportunity. And we've all shared clients, right? That's huge. Like we've all shared clients, people that have worked with Liz and then come work with me, people that have worked with me and then go work with Mariela and vice versa. But I think and even if like at the beginning, it was maybe like, oh, damn, does that mean I'm not a good coach? Now we're at this place where we're like, no, we're helping people. We're changing lives together and really being able to change that narrative. So what has both of your experiences been like in this friendship where we're able to celebrate each other and help each other almost gain clarity on what it is that we want to do because of each other's experience instead of looking at it as competition? Yeah, I think that's huge because. It's something that I hear about and I personally experienced a lot like with having a business where I felt like now all of a sudden I have this huge inner world like in my mind, like there could be so many different things going on, but it started to, it starts to feel sometimes like with in a way like your old life, like before you kind of grew or like awoke and started asking yourself these deeper questions that you may have certain friends who can relate to you in a certain version of you. And there's nothing wrong with that, but they may only know you as a former coworker or as a cousin or as, you know, the person that you were in college. And I think the beautiful thing about our friendship is like, because we each are like pursuing like our own growth, 
we see the different sides of ourselves. So like sometimes I'm coming to the table and I'm like, I'm being hella triggered by my ex-husband, you know, and in stuff with my daughter, like literally Saturday morning, we were all together in Long Beach and Erica, you walked out of the bedroom and I was like, should I hold back my tears or should I just tell you what's going on? And I was like, okay, I can bring this up the same way that I can talk about single parent struggles, launch and business stuff. I can talk about, you know, things with parents. And that's a really rare thing that I'm so freaking grateful for because I feel like you guys see the different parts of me, whereas like not everybody does. And I think that's because each of us are also, you know, on those kind of like journeys for ourselves too. So it just feels like my inner world isn't lonely. And I think otherwise it would feel a lot more lonely. I love this question so much. The first thing that comes to mind is just how inspired I feel when I'm by, like with you both. I really genuinely believe that when we're together, we really step into our highest selves. It's like, it's an out-of-body experience that you really can't describe, but to your question, Erica, I, I really love how inspired I am by both of you in, you know, the things that you are all are doing. I think even in those moments where, you know, I am probably experiencing like all the self doubt and then I see you all do incredible things. Like I love when you both share that with me because it, it just inspires me to look at like, wow, this is what's possible. And this right now that I'm experiencing is a little moment that doesn't define like what I'm going to create, who I'm going to help. And I, and I really love that you both inspire me in such different ways. Go, going to your point, right? Of like, like, how do we, how is it that we celebrate each other? And we also, how is it that we celebrate each other? But also, especially when we have shared clients and we are like working on different things in our businesses. I'm just super inspired by what you both are creating and doing. And it always reminds me of really stepping into my higher self. And so I view it as inspiration rather than, you know, competition. And I do think that anytime anyone is triggered in any single way, I do think it's important that we check in or with, we check in with ourselves because a lot of the times when we are feeling triggered, it's because we are wanting to do something that someone else is doing that we haven't had the courage to do. And so I, I love that question because I do think that when we lean inward rather than like shame ourselves for, you know, what we're experiencing in that moment, we actually get so much more clarity and we can help, it, it can help us grow. I also feel like we allow ourselves and we expect ourselves to be reinvented. So like there have been definitely like, this is something that I know or at least I've heard is like hard for women in friendship sometimes is that the feeling almost of that they have to do something more in order to qualify to be friends with someone. And they'll sort of either like, I don't know, sell themselves short or just feel like they compare. And it's like almost put themselves at levels. And like, I can say just from us being friends for years now that there, you know, have been times where like I had thoughts because I was like, well, I don't, I'm not as in advanced as advanced in like business and this certain thing. And I don't have a, a, a group program yet. And I don't have this yet. And it's just like, I, I think that part of my own healing journey too has just been like, we're all going to have different things that we're good at and different strengths, but like it never has felt like a hierarchy. And I think sometimes we put ourselves in that hierarchy and discount ourselves and think about like who would be friends with us because we have to be like exactly the same across all levels. And because that's like not the case now. It's like, I think about even with relationships, like Liz, you're engaged. You weren't 
before you were in a relationship. I've been single for years and struggling to date, but you guys are able to hold space for me there. Erica, I'm super inspired by the way that you choose yourself and advocate for yourself. So I feel like the differences are actually like what give me permission Mm -hmm. rather than being like, we all have to be at the same level in every stage of life in order to be friends. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it helps with our growth, right? Because when like, for example, Liz, you're going to a speaking engagement and you came to us and you were like, okay, you two have spoken more than I have. And then anytime that we ha- I have a question about relationships, I come to you. I'm like, what do you do here? Right. And we can go to one another because there's good, we're going to have different stages of our lives when we are launching a group or maybe doing one-on-one or maybe going through a life transition. And chances are one of us has already gone through it. So then we get to support one another. It's almost like our past experiences and our past mistakes are lessons, not just for the person, but for the group as well. And that's really beautiful. Yes, absolutely. I I love that you said that. (laughs) I love that you said that too, Erica, because it's in some examples, I just want to point out some examples, right? Like when I, Erica, you launched your podcast first, then I launched it. And then when Mariela was launching it, we gave her so much feedback, right? Or like when I was hiring my first OBM and you had already worked with an OBM before, an online business manager, right? Like, and we like support each other there when one has pivoted over to creating a mastermind you know the other one is working towards that as well and so there are so many business things that like we like our friendship has already like surpassed in different ways and so using each other as a resource as well that's also another clear like example that we don't gatekeep in our friendship and I do think it's important to name that right like Anytime, like I, one of my biggest dreams I'm going to speak into existence is to have brand partnerships and I have no freaking clue how to do that or how to attract it. And so Erica does. And Erica has never in a, like ever made me feel like ashamed or like turned me away in any way. If anything, I'm like, Hey, love, do you have a quick two minute call like available? And she's like, yeah, call me. I they FaceTime her. She's walking Paloma and she's like, what's up? Yes. Tell them this, tell them that make sure you look over for this. Right. And so I just want to highlight those examples because they are important for you all to see that like, we don't keep gatekeeping our friendship for thinking, you know, like, Oh, what if she gets more than I do? And now she's trying to do what I'm doing or anything like that. We are very open to supporting each other and to see each other win. Yes. And you mentioned Paloma right now. And I was actually thinking of an example of where you two are just so supportive. Actually, I can now think of two. I locked us out of our Airbnb in North Carolina because I, it, it was a, one of those keypad things, but I locked the actual knob with, I just kind of twisted the lock because I was just trying to be secure. But then there we were at 11 PM locked out of our Airbnb and it was just getting colder and colder. And it was a very stupid, like just, you know, a a very simple mistake, but any other group could have been like, Oh, like this is so unfortunate, but no, we were all like, we went into problem solving and nobody shamed me for it at all. And I was like, damn, this is what it's, and I was shaming myself and you two pulled me out of it. And I was beating myself up because I had done that. And then just a couple nights ago on Monday night, when I'm so glad that Liz and RC stayed a little bit longer in Long Beach, but I kept telling them about this Mediterranean restaurant. So I had hyped it up. So finally we're going to this Mediterranean restaurant in Long Beach and we get up to the restaurant and they were closing at seven and they had no tables available outside. And I had my dog. And again, I was starting to kind of shame myself with like, damn, like maybe I should just go put Paloma back inside of the apartment, even though she like chewed things up because she has anxiety here and she, this isn't her home. But 
you all never made me feel ashamed for like me bringing my dog everywhere that we went because she had such bad anxiety. But it ended up being this beautiful evening where, yeah, we didn't sit at the restaurant, but we ended up coming back to the common space in the apartment. And we sat at a beautiful picnic table with lights around us and then went to the fire and had wine. And then somebody said something to me that triggered me. And then I was safe enough to like cry about it and process it with you all. And then we went into the movie theater inside of the building and then played Scrabble. And like, I had already gone through it. And it's just like that evening in itself just demonstrates the amazing friendship of I was not shamed because I had to bring my dog everywhere. And I understand how inconvenient that is. And you never judged me. you never made me feel bad. And then two, like, yeah, we couldn't even get a a table inside the restaurant because I had the dog with me. But then it ended up being this beautiful evening that we couldn't have planned better. And it was just such an example of of our friendship. And I just love you both so much. So thank you for that. (laughs) We love you. We never have to perform. This is the thing is like in a world where we, especially as daughters of immigrants, are like, we have to perform, we have to be useful, we have to not have needs. Like, it's like, I, and that's why it's so funny, like, whenever anything will come up where you're like shaming yourself, or we'll all do it, right? It's almost like with everything in me, I'm like, don't you dare ever (laughs) think that, but I don't, we don't say it like that. But it's like, it's a joy. Like, I think about supporting you all as much as you support like me, it's like, it's a freaking joy. And I honestly, in a way, I'm like, I don't even care where we eat. Like, as long as we're together, (laughs) this sounds so cheesy, but I was like, it ended up being even more fun than we could have imagined. But like, I'm just, I don't mind. Like, even when we were locked out of the apartment that day, I remember being like, I'm actually like grateful for the memories because we were in the garage, walked through the garage trying to get into the house. And I remember there were moments where Liz or someone was like taking their hair pins out. Someone else was going on YouTube trying to figure out how to pick a lock. Someone else was Googling who is awake at this hour and will help us get into this house when we can't prove that we're the homeowner. There was someone up, someone else like walking down the back being like, is there an open window? And I was like, honestly, I'm freaking grateful for like all of those memories because I'm just like, look at us. Look at three friends who are entrepreneurs who are like relentless. And I was like, damn, I would, if there was like a zombie attack, like I feel like, <laughs> like we would figure stuff out. And that doesn't happen from everybody performing and trying to like be their best like selves and not have needs and not have things go wrong because you can't have a friendship if you're not being your real self. If you have to put on a hat, you know, to be a different person, like you're not really letting your friends in. So I'm grateful for moments of us getting locked out of our apartment because that's a really funny story. And it showed me like how we get shit done and support each other as friends no matter what. Oh my God. I love this so much. I'm over here crying, laughing at the same time, but crying of emotional, (laughs) being emotional because it just, you all painted such a beautiful picture of our friendship, right? And something that came to my mind with what you both shared was overall, our friendship has taught me how to receive. And I think this is the first time I'm actually bringing that to like saying it out loud. I think I'm just in this moment, it happened where I'm realizing our friendship really helped me learn how to receive. And it makes makes me emotional to think about because actually, I don't think Erica, you know this, but I had therapy on Tuesday. (laughs) And the moment where we were at the fire pit in Long Beach really came up for me where I was sharing about a moment in which I, this is how deep our friendship is, y'all. Out of nowhere, we just start talking about moments in which we've been, you know, we've experienced discrimination. 
And I shared with Erica an example, a story of when I was migrating with the seasons. For those of you that don't know, I'm a daughter of farm working parents. And so I used to migrate with the seasons following the strawberry season um, growing up. And I used to be a new student at school every single time. And so I shared with Erica, Mariela and RC, you know, how a teacher had told me, you know, the, the reason why I don't call on you is because, you know, you never have anything important to say. And in that moment, I had told that story before a million times. But in that moment, Erica just was so taken back by hearing that, right? And she got really emotional. And she was like, I'm so sorry. You know, I'm so sorry you had to, ex- you experienced that. I want to give little Liz a hug. And I felt it for the first time in my body that I healed in that moment. I finally felt seen and I actually brought it up to therapy. And I was like, wow, like I- I'm realizing through this moment that I feel very uncomfortable with receiving and like, because I, or with even feeling seen because I've never felt seen my whole upbringing. And so it's, it was interesting to realize that. And I share that example because it's so important, especially if you are an eldest daughter, especially if you're a daughter of immigrants and you're so used to being the helper and the giver in your, you know, in your environment and your dynamics at home. It's so beautiful to experience a friendship where you are also not only the giver, but you'll also let yourself receive without feeling guilty for it. And so our friendship has really taught me how to receive from all types of angles in all the different ways. And if you are watching the video version of this and you are watching Mariela and I wipe our tears from the moment that Liz started sharing this story. Oh man. Thank you for sharing that, Liz. I feel like in moments like that, I just feel like it lets you love another person yeah. deeper when you understand like what shaped them. Because I feel like in that moment, I was like, oh my gosh, like this, it, like how brave everything that you've done like really is when that was your, you know, when that was like such a like profound experience. And I think to be able to like bring that and like say it out loud, it's like, it almost lets me like see you and like admire you even more. And that requires like, vulnerability. Like, and I know that, you know, receiving in a way, like it can feel really vulnerable, but I just wanted to say that I'm like, being able to share those things, like helps you love a person. I couldn't agree more. And just admire like what they've been through and all of those things. And it's also just part of like giving ourselves permission to like bring those to the table too, because we all have like our stuff. And I feel like that's part of what kind of like adds context and like why I think we celebrate each other so hard because it isn't like we just bring our business selves to the table. It's like, we're able to see the things that we've done and been like, damn, and you've been through this. And I know this was hard for you. And you know, all these things that like other people maybe just see the win, but they don't see the journey and like how hard that was, but we see it. Beautiful. Okay. So we have about 10 minutes left of recording time and I wanted to pull some cards for you both, which I will do. But before I do that, I figured I could just pass the baton. Do either of you have a question for the group? (laughs) What allowed you each to let yourselves be seen in this friendship? For example, I'm thinking about Mariela inviting herself to Mexico City in the trip, right? Like that was a beautiful moment that we would never do that. Like I think like I never want to inconvenience people. That's something that's something I always think about and consider like the people pleaser that's healing in me. And so what helped you both um, really just like take the lead sometimes in our friendship and take that initiative? 
I thought about this before because I sometimes I wonder like how in the world did I do that? Because you both know that the way that I am in like dating is a very different. I'm very protective. I am very like scanning for danger, like don't want to take up space, like all these things. And it's not that I've always been this way in friendships. I think that I really look at like, I don't even know that I was actively thinking this, but I think I saw you both as like these very like warm, like open, giving, like people who were just like, I never anticipated that I would ever like be judged. So I didn't feel like it wasn't accessible, you know? And so I think that like you showed up, like we show up like the friendships that we want to attract. And I think without realizing it, like I saw you were showing up like the friendships that I wanted to attract because it was something that was in me. Because a lot of the, even like in our conversation today, the things that we admire about each other are also things that we bring as well, you know? And so I think that's what it is. Like I never felt like it wasn't going to be received well. (laughs) And so I think that's really what it is. Whereas like in other places of my life, that hasn't always been easy, but I just... It's weird because there was such a level of comfort, but it it was because of who you were. Like, I just remember our early conversations and I was just like, it, there was nothing about that ever made me feel like I couldn't be who I was. Yes. I would agree with everything that Mariela said. I think made me feel so safe in this friendship was the way that you two showed up to get coached and how you both led with such vulnerability. It gave me the permission to also be vulnerable. And then I feel that, well, the Mexico City trip, the first one is what kicked off the group chat. And I went, I remember I was like talking myself out of going to Mexico City because I was already in Hawaii for my nephew's fifth birthday. And I was like, this is too much. I, I shouldn't be doing this. And then I had also just gone through a breakup of a very long on and off unhealthy relationship. And it was a very controlling relationship that didn't allow me to wear certain things or go certain places or act a certain way. And it was really just a relationship that made me really dim my light. And I think as almost an act of reclaiming my power to use Mariela's word, it I was like, why not go to Mexico City? Like, why am I stopping myself? There's nobody stopping me. It's just me stopping myself. And when I went, I remember the last day in Hawaii, my family and I had a conversation that, and my dad came up and the whole flight, like I, from Hawaii to Mexico City, like I couldn't sleep even though it was an overnight flight and I was exhausted and when I landed in Mexico City and you two came up to that restaurant and I was able to tell you all like what was going on with my dad and I, you two just like held space for me in a way that had never been held for me before. And I think from that moment, I was like, these are the sisters I never had because I don't have any sisters, right? I have an older brother who like we have a big age difference. We're different personality types. And Honestly, this guy comes up in therapy so much, like he doesn't realize like some of the harm that he caused. And I love my brother, but like he also just hurt people. And I feel like you two helped me just feel like there was nothing wrong with me. That just makes my heart so warm. Thank you for sharing, both of you. Thank you for sharing because it is a beautiful They're beautiful examples of, you know, how sometimes in order for us to cultivate these friendships, we have to be willing to let our guard down and be vulnerable and let ourselves be seen. And the reason why what inspired this question was because I know that a lot of the clients I work with, you know, like see us and I'm sure your clients as well. And you all are so inspired by our friendship. And I hope that, you know, through these stories that we told you all today, you see that like how 
dimensional it is and that yes we can experience all the desires of like having a solid friendship that is loyal that celebrates you that doesn't give you negativity and all of the things or projects onto you right but there's also it requires a level of vulnerability and a level of you being willing to be seen and so thank you both for sharing that because for me you know I think I I think something that had really helped me was just seeing you both show up and lead and like be so open to just holding space, right? That I was like, I've never experienced this in a friendship. I'm usually the one that is always, you know, holding that space for others. And that was like what opened up that portal. And so just for the sake of time, that that is what I will say, because I know, Erica, you want to pull, you're going to be pulling some cards, but I am just really grateful that we're having this conversation because I do think it's going to help so many of you feel seen and see that like these friendships are possible, but they also require intentionality. Yeah. I won't say work because it never feels hard ever. It just, it's intentionality. Yes. Oh, so beautiful. Mariela, did you have a question for us or should we move to pulling cards? I think the one thing that just came to mind, this is, could be like a quick question, was like, what is a brave thing you've seen one of us do that like gave you permission? Because immediately, I think with both of you, like Liz, you being willing to like open yourself up to love again at a time that you had every reason to protect yourself, mm-hmm. because that's where I am is like, I see that as like the bravest thing in the world. And then I see like what you've done since then and what you've created and how it wasn't easy. Like it wasn't easy, right? Has to me, I see that as like the bravest thing ever. And Erica in you dating and when you kind of share stories with us and you'll say things and I'm like, I feel like I could never say that. Like I would soften it up or I would want to avoid it or I would want to tell myself that it's okay. Like you just have this way of like, you just really like, advocate for yourself and in a way that like I really look up to. So I would say like, I really admire both of you in just like, that's how your courage has shown up to me. So that's what I will say (laughs) is, you know, in what ways have you seen courage or permission kind of be given? Jeez, so many ways. Liz, for you, I think moving to Mexico City like, yeah, it has, it's very similar to what Mariela just said, but for you to pretty much like sell some of your stuff, put stuff in storage and just get up and go with so much uncertainty. And even whenever you left your job without like, you really risked it, right? Like the way I left my job was different because I had been in that job for a long time. I had like almost a year worth of savings. Like you, just the trust you've had in yourself has been really admirable. And for Mariela, oh man, so many, right? So many. I think you've been brave so many times in your life. Like you've walked away from so many things that don't serve you from the your marriage that was, there was infidelity to like everything that you do is for pie for your daughter. And I've said this to you before, where as a projector in human design and your daughter's also a projector, I think it's so it just, it's almost healing for me to watch you mother pie because you're taking into consideration, you know, more about her personality than like she's even aware of right now. And you're adapting your motherhood to that. I just feel like there's bravery in all of your story, but it, to summarize, cause I just said like a bunch of different things. <laughs> I think, yeah, walking away from the things that didn't serve you and allowing yourself, you get those like future memories following those, the way that you can just follow your intuition 
when there's no clear path laid out for you, that that just says courage more than anything. I love that you said that. You all took everything that I wanted to say, but I'm going to emphasize it. I, Mariela, you are brave every single day, every single moment of the day. Like how you parent Pi is extraordinary. The way that you lead in your business, the way that you hold space for clients, the work that you do is extraordinary. And you really are like, we don't say that lightly. You are taking like you're taking brave freaking action every second of the day with everything that you do. And I know that it doesn't feel this way for you every single day, every single second, but you do it in such a graceful way. And it's just so inspiring. And Erica, for you, just watching you reclaim your femininity and your sexuality and like the way that you are so unapologetic about stating how you really truly feel and not saying things because you feel like you have to. I, I admire so much, you know, the courage and the bravery that you take on for saying things that maybe once upon a time you wouldn't have said to a man because you wanted to protect his ego and you didn't want them to be mad at you. And so there's so many things, so many brave things that you all each do each day. But those are two of the things that just stand out so much to me that inspire me so much. Oh, beautiful. I love that question. Thank you, Mariela. All right. Who wants cards pulled? <laughs> I was going to say, who wants to go first? I, I know I do. Go ahead, Mariela, if you're ready. If you have your question, go ahead, because I need to sit on it. I'm thinking uh, what I want guidance on. I know we did this over the weekend. And so it was really powerful, but it'll be, let me see, what do I want guidance on? I think I know mine. Go ahead, Mariela. I was thinking about it because me and Erica were walking back to the WeWork a couple days ago. And I was like, I think I want to ask the cards. So for context, I've been asking, we've been asking the cards for guidance around me dating and whether I should wait. And all of the feedback has been, no, like, don't wait, just like go now. (laughs) And that the work is in doing the thing that scares me. So I wanted to just ask the cards, like, in terms of like, what I do next, because I think I was like, I don't know that I feel like I want to be on like, is it dating apps? Maybe that I don't know if that's the question. It's just like, what guidance do they have around actions? Okay, perfect. What guidance do Mariela's guides, ancestors and the cards have around the actions that can be taken. All right. I'm pulling from two different decks. So I'm doing the animal power deck as well as the rider tarot deck, which is like the traditional tarot deck. We'll take one card from this deck. I'm just shuffling. Okay. All right. You got two cards of each. So they both flew out. So those are your cards. Let me read them. Ooh. Okay. So for the animal power deck, the first card you got was spider create magic. And what I see here is, I mean, before I even read the description of this card already, there is the web, which reminds me a lot of community, right? A lot of community spider represents femininity. Mm -hmm. So what this is telling me is like, you should step into your femininity. Like the guidance is for you to lean into your feminine, because that is how you're going to make space for the partner that you're looking for that we know based on our conversations that I know 
is going to be in, in more of his masculine. And for those of you uh, listening, this doesn't have anything to do with gender. It actually just has to do like we both need feminine and masculine energy. And we both we all have both. Even men have feminine energy. Women have masculine energy. But in order to create, we need to have a balance of both. And if in relationships, typically one person takes the lead with feminine energy and the other one takes the lead with masculine energy. Feminine is about being, receiving mindfulness while the masculine energy is about doing action decisiveness. So I think just because you're so in your masculine in your business and as being a mother, a single mother and being a leader in the community in your relationship, it's asking you to lean into femininity because that's the place where you do get to receive. And okay. Spider appears to help you weave magic. Consider the intricacy and beauty of a spider web, a shimmery world on its, in its own right. What magical world awaits you? Spider appears to share that a new possibility for your life awaits. <laughs> Take a moment now. <laughs> Take a moment now to close your eyes and see or feel how a unique new web of magic is opening up for you at this time. What opportunity can you step into? What idea, what idea that you've had feels ready to be expressed to the world? Even if I'm like looking at your reaction, <laughs> even if the magical possibilities presenting seem unfathomable or too good to be true or surprisingly or surprising in some way, trust that you can allow the new medicine opening up for you to be tested and experienced one step, one thread at a time. Go for it. Mm-hmm. I it, That is still very aligned with like the tested and in practice that this is going to be created, this love, this man is going to be like, it's going to have to be in practice. I'm not just going to like find the perfect person and that it's ready to be expressed. Okay. I'm going to sit on that, but it supports the rest. Yes. I think I know. And then I'm actually just going to read one in one card so we could get to everything. Then you got. <laughs> oh my gosh. The cards do not lie, y'all. You got the king of pentacles in the tarot deck. And this card represents abundance. It represents wealth, but it also represents a mature grounded male who is successful, a wealthy businessman. It's like not necessarily like a huge risk taker, but more groundedness, like supportive, dependable, encouraging, careful lawyer, provider. This is your man. That's what I said that I wanted. I said, I didn't want, you said this, Erica, you said in a relationship, one person is the kite and one person is like the rock and I'm like the kite. So like, I need that groundedness. So that is like spot on. Oh my gosh. This is what a lot of, we we do this a lot when we get together, (laughs) y'all. Liz. Yes. Okay. Okay, I have my question ready. I am over here just like smiling. My my cheeks are hurting because I love this so much for you, Mariela. Yeah, I'm so excited. Okay. So my question is, what guidance do my ancestors and lineage have for me in terms of being more visible? As you all know, I'm practicing being comfortable, being visible, especially on stages. And so I would love some guidance on that. All right. So I'm trying to see what's coming to me intuitively before I actually read the description. But you got kangaroo. And Kangaroo says, eliminate distraction. 
And what I know about where you are right now with the constant moving and so many different things going on, there are a lot of distractions. There's a lot of distractions in your home. There's a lot of distractions of things pulling you in different directions and you being a manifesting generator. I know this because we're friends and obviously I'm into human design. You are gravitating towards many things and trying to do many things at once. But I think this is one of the things where like eliminating distraction is going to benefit you. And I'm going to read the description. And then you got the 10 of wands in the Oracle deck. Okay. Kangaroo. I also think the kangaroo, just like the animal like takes big leaps. And that's what I see for you. Like taking big leaps. Um, all right. I'm going to pee. Okay. I obviously don't know my ABCs cause I'm trying to find K. Okay. Found it. Kangaroo is known for its physical prowls and ability to connect with grounding energy of earth to remain focused. Kangaroo appears to help you become more aware of the distractions you are allowing to take you out of your power. It's time to get real with yourself and put an end to distractions. Close your eyes and envision the distractions that keep you from making progress. Then imagine yourself jumping past them as you take a powerful leap towards attaining your goal. Sometimes we add distractions or procrastinate to protect ourselves from potential failure or criticism. But you need to ask yourself what is more important, playing it safe or courageously going for the life of your dreams. Oh, that was so good for you. What do you, what do you think? That was on point. I feel called out. Thank you, cards. <laughs> Thank you, ancestors. Thank you, lineage. Because it's true. I am. I definitely have been feeling very scattered, very distracted. I've been feeling called to really grounding myself and spending more time in nature. I think that I'm like looking at all the things I have to do constantly in business and in life with me moving literally next week. I literally have a speaking engagement this weekend and then I move two days after that. And so, and then I go into a launch. So it, does feel like they it's exactly what I needed to hear. I need to stop making. I need to stop procrastinating and start just taking bigger leaps. But I do think part of that is going to be me feeling so grounded. Amazing. And then the 10 of wands is what you got for the tarot cards and wands represent like emotion and spirituality, I want to say based on what our therapist told us if I remember correctly, but what I see here is almost overloaded like a lot and weight on shoulders. And I think based on what I know about where you are right now, you have been taking on a lot between moving and then all of the different things that you have going on. So the main thing though about this card is that like you still get to keep going though. And it almost, this card reminds me of like, where's the fun in your business or where's the fun behind why you started this in the first place? Because this, he's like very hardworking, right? I almost feels like you reverted back to this narrative of like, you have to work hard in order to be successful. And that narrative and like, yeah, it takes discipline and it takes work. But I think a lot of your energy has been focused on the things that need to get done rather than doing the things. So how can you like simplify what you're doing so that you could keep going and to just like the kangaroo said, like eliminate the distraction, like be really clear about what it is that you want to do and then have fun with it. I love that so freaking much because it's so true. I love what you said about I've been focusing on what I need to do instead of, you know, having more fun with it. And I tend to be in my masculine a lot. And so this just makes me feel so seen. You're welcome. Thank you. 
Amazing. I know that we're over on time because Mariela, you have a coaching call and I think you do too, Liz, and I need to get to the airport. So this is our lives. This is really what it's like. Thank you both so, so much for coming onto the show. I'm sure we'll do this again very soon. Maybe we come with like a little, maybe we come up with like a little series, right? Where like we come and talk about specific topics that have come up in our WhatsApp chat. Liz, Mariela, thank you so, so much. So we're going to put down below all of your links, like your website, your socials. Is there anything else that you'd like to say before I let you go? Just that I'm just so grateful for you both. And I love you. And you're my chosen, you're like my chosen sisters on top of the two sisters that I have. I love you both so much. Thank you, Erica, for hosting us. This was so fun. Talk, speaking about fun, this was so fun. I'm so grateful for you both and you all are like the sisters I never had because I don't have, I don't have any either. Amazing. So. I will talk to you all on WhatsApp. <laughs> and for all of you listening, if you took anything away, tag us. Screenshot this episode. Tell us what you took away. And this is all possible for you as well. Okay. Thank you all. If you took value from this episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review the show. This will help other Latina CEOs find us. And if you're excited about this podcast, I invite you to take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at lifewithliz, that is L-I-F-E-W-I-T-H-H-L-I-Z. Mil gracias por estar aquí and I'll see you in the next episode.